Hey, 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 it's Rochelle Shaw, author of The Million Dollar Equation. And today's episode, we're going to talk about Taco Bell serving chicken. What? <laughs> the number one thing that we do inside The Million Dollar Equation. Also, your assignment to help you build your own million dollar business. And of course, my message to Devin, all coming up here in a minute. Welcome to the Million Dollar Equation podcast, a podcast about the easiest, fastest way to build a million dollar business based on the best-selling book, The Million Dollar Equation. If you love business, each episode reveals all of the core fundamental essentials for growth. Now, here's your host, Rochelle Shaw. It's your girl, Rochelle Shaw. And yeah, um, Taco Bell, what in the world, right? So I always like to start off every episode with things that are going on in the world, things that made me go, hmm, what in the world, right? And things that made me go, is that the best business lesson? So um, today on this podcast, I want to just talk to you too a little bit about why I'm doing it, right? So if you listen to the first episode, you've heard me kind of explain how this episode is going to go down, how each episode is going to be structured. But I think it's important that you also know, you know, why I'm doing this. So I was asked a couple days ago, you know, why are you doing the episodes and structuring them with assignments and with messages for your kid and and ultimately this podcast is my love letter to entrepreneurs so there's folks that were like me that said a job right my mother was so upset that i didn't utilize my degree from ucla you know we spent so much money sending you there and why don't you go get a great job is what they said to me um, as a person who only had one real job in her life, <laughs> let's say one real job that lasted more than 90 days, right? Um, and then I bought the company, if you've read my bio. <laughs> uh, I know that that working for somebody just wasn't my thing. So this podcast is an ode to you, a love letter to you for those who put their retirement on the line, for those who take their children's a college fund and put it on the line for those who work daily on their unrealized dream of success as they want to have it of of owning a really amazing business that's why i wrote the million dollar equation and why i just want you to kind of hear what my brain is going through right this is my love letter to you and to tell you to keep going, that this is all worth it in the end, that nobody's going to believe in you until you actually make it. Nobody's going to believe that this is the right direction. And uh, after years of therapy, <laughs> I will tell you that what I learned when my mother was telling me to get a job was that just like any parent, she was protecting me. Right? She was protecting me from those things that that didn't make sense to her from, she didn't understand why I would, you know, not um, go and make the maximum amount of money because that's what her brain was. Hey, you go to college and you make lots of money. She didn't realize um, what this entrepreneurship dream was, even though 
you know, both my stepfather and um, my my full-time father, right, were both entrepreneurs. She, she just didn't get it. And so this is a love letter to uh, those parents that, you know, my kid one year didn't get Christmas <laughs> because I was waiting for a client to pay who, yeah, you know, things got busy. It's the holidays and didn't get the payment. Really? So this is my love letter to her. I want her to know and learn all the lessons. You know, I'm on that other side of 50 now. <laughs> and I think it's important that I share all the things that are between my ears. So um, will I have interviews? Yes, I'll have interviews with people that I respect, that, that I actually learn from. Um, but I'm not just going to just do interviews uh, and not really share all of the 30 years of entrepreneurship that I have. So um, let's get started, <laughs> right? And hopefully um, you love my love letter and uh, just let me know like if it, if it is meaningful to you, if it means something to you, if it's helping you through uh, either those dark times or help you really celebrate when the world is not telling you that you should be celebrating, all right? So uh, here's the other thing. If you are really, if you've got something in your notebook, you need to get it out of your notebook and get it into the world. If Taco Bell can now serve fried chicken wings, then you, my friend, can do anything that you want. You know, Burger King's got tacos. Uh, what in the world is going on in this fast food world? So funny story. I go to Taco Bell the other day because my daughter wants tacos, right? And she loves um, Mountain Dew. Uh, okay, so do I. I love Mountain Dew too, right? I don't drink coffee, but man, Mountain Dew is the thing. <laughs> so we go to Taco Bell. I'm going through the drive-through and the gal comes out and she says, hello, uh, you know, welcome to Taco Bell. I said, thanks. She goes, well, before you get started, let me tell you, we have no chalupas, uh, no nacho bell grandes, no chips. Um, no tortilla shells, but if you'd like to try our new fried chicken, I'd love to have you have some. So I look at my kid and I'm like, are, are they for real? Like, what are you talking about? Like who, what's wrong with the manager? How did you order chicken, fried chicken, but forget to order your staples? Like what kind of business lesson does that tell you? But here's what it told me is number one, that sometimes uh, simpler is better. When you're doing too many things, things get all caught up. And now do they really wanna be known for chicken wings? No, they don't, they don't. What they want to be known for is really kind of um, not authentic Mexican, right? That's why they've got a Cheeto uh, taco you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Southern California Mexican food snob, right? So it's like, you can't tell me about good Mexican food and Taco Bell is not the place. But when you are looking at your business, do not take that as an example to do more things, right? Because often here's what I found is that you can really multiply when things are simple. You can really get to that million dollar level when things are much smaller. So do not take any, any ideas from the Taco Bell folks or from the Burger King folks, right? Because here's what I want you to know. Statistics have shown that there's Applebee's on one side of the street or Chili's on the other. 
right? You've seen that as you drive down, right? What makes you go to one or the other? So studies have shown that the only thing that makes you go to Taco Bell or to Chili's or to Applebee's is which side of the street it's on and whether you have to make a left turn. Crazy sad, right? Because basically their menus are virtually the same. And so now Taco Bell and Burger King are trying to do the same thing. Yeah? Don't do that. When you are smaller, when you don't have a ton of money to burn, when you are building your million dollar business, which by the way, uh, you know, I didn't have a rich uncle uh, after I lost it all after 9-11. I didn't have anybody, you know, I filed bankruptcy. Nobody wanted to loan me any money. They didn't want to do anything. So I had to figure out a way to stand out and to build my million dollar business back. So I'm telling you, don't get caught up in what bigger businesses are doing. Focus, focus on what you want to do and how you can communicate that message. Yes. All right, hey, we'll be right back and we will go into our lesson for today, which is the one great solution. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to my passion project and the Million Dollar Equation podcast. Of what you're hearing, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> so click the subscribe button to get each week your new favorite episode. Hey, 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 we're back. So remember, we were talking about Taco Bell and doing too many things. Yes. So chapter one of the million dollar equation and of really building your million dollar business, I believe starts with having one GS. So part of the solution is one GS. So what is that? And that's having one great solution. And not doing a, a thousand things. You know, have you ever been to a network? a networking meeting and you meet somebody and you go, Hey, so what do you do? And they go, Oh my gosh. And they start pulling out four cards, right? I, yeah, yeah, Okay. And if you're doing that, stop it, stop it right now. Do not do that. You want to go in and be very clear about what you do and what you offer. So, uh, I would go to a networking event wouldn't have to worry about meeting a whole bunch of people. I would go in and they would say, oh, introduce yourself. Yes. Stand up. Hello, my name is Rochelle Shaw. And for many years, I was the only female African-American public utility owner in the nation and lost it all after 9-11. But then I rebuilt back my million dollar business in about five months. And now I teach entrepreneurs how to build their own million dollar business. Guess what happened? Exactly. There's a line of people who couldn't wait to meet me, who couldn't wait to talk to me, right? When you have one great solution, you are able to really communicate what you do. Um, and it can be uh, very specific. And I often like for it to be extremely specific so that we can target those folks in your target market. So that's next week's lesson. But today, as we talk about the great solution, you want to have these five things. Okay. So if you don't have your pen and paper, now would be the time to get it, or you want to put this on pause so that you can go get it. So 
The first thing in your great solution is you want to be very specific, exactly what I just talked about. You want to be very clear in who you serve and what you do. Yes. So even if you have a store or a, you know, 99 cent store is one of those things. They're very clear on what they do and what you're going to get there. Right. So if I'm going to buy toothpaste at the 99 cent store, I can't imagine that I'm going to have all the top brands. There's not going to really be tooth teeth whitening brands there. Yes. If I'm going to get hair color for my hair at the 99 cent store, yes, it's not going to be the best product with the extra conditioner in it. So that name is already telling you that, Hey, it's a great solution no shade to the 99 cent store or people that shop there, but folks who do shop there are looking for a deep, deep discount. They're looking for a really good bargain. Uh, great solution. Domino's pizza used to be, um, you know, easy, hot, hot, juicy pizza in 30 minutes or less. Yes. So you're not expecting it to be an Italian Picasso, right? You're expecting it to be hot, fresh pizza in 30 minutes or less yes so when you're looking at what is your great solution and you need to be able to communicate it effectively and the best way is number one is to make sure that it's specific number two um it needs to solve a really big problem so let's let's think about that right let's do the two examples that i gave you so dominoes right well people were Oh my gosh, I want pizza delivery when they first came out. I want it to my house and I want it really fast. <laughs> so that made sense to them, right? Um, when you're thinking about the 99 cent store, okay, what is that, right? It solves a big problem because things are expensive. If you need just something to get you to tide you over, you can go in the 99 cent store and grab uh, plastic forks. If you just need five, right? You can get, um, tape, you can get, uh, anything that, that normally in a target or a Walmart is a little bit more expensive, right? So they give it to you in a smaller quantity or they break it up so that things are better. Um, <laughs> so my mother loved the dollar tree, right? Like that's her favorite store to go and to get, uh, items to decorate, uh, especially for Christmas, right? And so we get to the Dollar Tree and my mom's looking and she's like, oh, they've got steaks at the Dollar Tree. And I'm like, really? Really? So what, you think you're getting filet mignon at the Dollar Tree? Like, no, how, how tough is that steak going to be at the Dollar Tree? Like, no, that is not the opportunity for you. So you, you definitely want to um, look at your business see what big problem it solves and that you're very specific. So even in my coaching business, right? Um, I like to work with folks that are already at the six figure level. So I'm going to take you from six to seven figures. So I have the website six to seven figures.com, right? Because those are the folks that I really love to help and to help them. Cause a lot of times it's just a few tweaks. Yes. Um, so you want to be very clear in what you do for your great solution. Uh, number three is that you want to make sure that it creates a transformation, right? Like it's, it's something big that's going to make a difference in their lives. So even like the Dollar Tree or the 99 cent store, that makes a huge difference. If you've got $3, now you know you can get 
um, personal hygiene items, things that, that traditionally cost six, seven, eight, nine dollars. But you can go in, come out, get what you need to tide you over until your next opportunity to invest in something a little bit more expensive. Yes. Um, and there's some people who that's just what they do. They go to the 99 cent store for those items that may be a little bit more expensive than other places. Um, frames, I used to love picture frames at the, at the Dollar Tree uh, because really a picture frame, you know, I'm not spending a hundred dollars on a picture frame. It's like, stop it. I'll go to the Dollar Tree, get it for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, the backing is missing. Sometimes the little, the little thongs aren't there, right? You're going, oh my gosh, you gotta use tape, but it's still a frame and it still looks great on the wall. Um, number four, here's some questions that you definitely want to ask. And the first one is that what makes you different? What sets you apart, right? So what sets me apart from other consultants or coaches or authors, right? Is that I only write specifically about business things that I have done. So I don't like read something and, and then come and tell you to do something that I haven't done myself. So I can always give examples of it, um, templates, uh, scripts, if it is a, a particular way to introduce yourself, which is all in, um, in my programs. But the, the reason why I am doing this podcast is I want you to be able to, no matter what, you know, you don't have to invest in anything else. You can just learn from the things that I'm telling you to do and you can just do them. If you're a go-getter, great. If you're not and you need a little bit of help, um, just make sure you go to rochelleshaw.com. Uh, you can see on the podcast, you can re-listen to this episode, of course, or you can, uh, you know, fill out a form and, and apply to work directly with me. Um, here's the other question. Uh, why should you why should your customer pick you other than anybody else, right? That's my favorite Dan Kennedy quote um, for his USP, unique selling proposition, right? Like what sets you apart? Why would they choose you over anybody else, right? I think people choose me because uh, I have been in this game 30 years. I know online, I know offline, I know, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've risked my own money to build a business. Uh, not just a business that's teaching you, right? That's different. Uh, that's what sets me apart. But what sets you apart? Uh, my accountant, I love my accountant because my accountant is an entrepreneur. He's not just an accountant, right? So he's owned several businesses. And so I chose him because he thinks like I do. He doesn't just think as a very straight, like an accountant. So for example, here's, here's what happened. I went to the accountant. I'm like, here, here are my deductions. Here's what, so can you put it all together for my tax return? And they came back and said, you know, uh, you know, these things are a little I'm like, wait a minute, what? You know, you, your education uh, investment is really, really high. And it's really intended for you to deduct college and accredited college. And I said, well, that's not true. I've read the code and the code said, so any educational expense, I believe that any program, any, um, uh, any seminar, any webinar that I invested in is a deduction. And we were going back and forth with my accountant and I realized, oh, you're not the best one for me, <laughs> right? Yeah, this isn't gonna work. So my accountant um, promotes that he is an entrepreneur and he thinks like we do. And so that's what sets him apart 
from everybody else. So when you are looking at your business, you want to make sure that you are doing this too. And then the five thing is the fifth thing is that what is your story? Like what's your why, right? Like, like, why are you doing this? Why did you buy a, um, a 99 cent store or a dollar tree or a store that have discounted items? You know, are you buying them because you want to help people who might be struggling with their finances, you know, be able to communicate those things. Like we started this podcast with, with why am I doing it? Right. Because it's my love letter because it's, it's for those that are, you know, I want you to have access to me, whether you have the investment or not, I want you to be able to um, ask questions, to, to implement the things that I'm saying so that you can get to where exactly you want to be. Um, there is a place on the website where you can submit questions that of course I will answer. Uh, I have a really great question here coming up in two minutes. So um, yeah. So let's work on your great solution this week. And then next week we'll move on, but we can't until you complete this part. All right. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey, 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 MDE Nation. <laughs> Have you grabbed the original, the OG book, the book that started it all? The book, The Million Dollar Equation. That was my original passion project where everybody kept asking me, Michelle, Tell me how you rebuilt back your million dollar business. How in the world did you come back from losing it all? How in the world did you do it? And I sat and I spent two weeks and I wrote the million dollar equation. So it sounds exactly how I talk. If you put my voice to it while you're reading it, you will feel the essence of me. But you will also learn some really great valuable lessons on how to build your own million dollar business. Yep, you can grab it right there on Amazon. All right. Hey, we're back. So in this, this segment, I'm going to give you your assignment for the week other than the lesson that you just learned, right? As well as a question that I just got. So um, I'm in lots of groups and uh, one of my former students posted a picture of my book and said, Hey, you know, Rochelle, I finally reached year 22 in my business and I'm really ready to, to go back to fundamentals after COVID things were kind of tough. And I know that this book will take you there, take me there. So, uh, I wrote the book in 2012. And so most of the people were commenting, congratulations, you know, congratulations on making 22 years. And uh, one of her friends commented, um, that book was written in like 2012. So is it still relevant? <laughs> so my answer is fundamentals don't change. Okay. I don't care what business it is. Fundamentals don't change. So if you notice that when you go, um, if you watch Shark Tank, right? And they'll ask them all, okay, so how much did it cost you to acquire a customer? What are you investing in advertising? Um, do you have the patent? Like, like all of those questions are, are standard questions. Fundamentals don't change. Now the tactic of how you deliver the fundamental may change, right? So, um, when I built my telephone company, yes, I did a ton of direct mail, but what that did for me 
is because I couldn't, I had to invest to mail to people. I had to make sure that my target market was right, that my great solution was correct, that uh, I called out my client so that I have been a great copywriter for years because I had to, not because, ah, you know, I don't really have to or want to. You know, Facebook now will allow you to test for $5 a day. You know, you can do some a dollar a day as long as the aggregate is there. We didn't get to test. <laughs> we didn't get to test with mailing. Yeah, I could mail, you know, a hundred of them out, but I still had to invest in the printing. I still had to invest in the postage. So, you know, does that work? Yes, so that when I do put out headlines, they are stronger than those that have never had to put their money on the line to make sure this works before we get it out, right? Uh, so, you know, so my, my solution or my response to <laughs> the gal is, yeah, it still works. Yeah, it still works. You know, I am working on a revision to the million dollar equation, which is set to come out around September. Um, it, when I wrote it, I wrote it hindsight, right? And I just wrote the things that I did to rebuild back my million dollar business. You know, I took my first one to, I did over a hundred million dollars in three years doing these things that I talk about in the book. And so, um, in the book, I am moving a couple of things around, like when you should be doing them, but that doesn't mean that the, that the items aren't relevant. <laughs> so uh, I love questions and I love to be challenged. So please, please, if you have any questions, you have anything you want me to answer, um, I would love to answer it. All right, so let's get to your assignment for today, okay? Um, on every podcast, I'm going to give you an assignment. I'm going to give you something to do, something to think about, something to, to go and look at your business and grab. So today's assignment is, is make a list of your assets. And you go, what do you mean by that, Rochelle, right? What are your assets? So your assets are more than, than money in the bank. It's more than um, just what you have tangible, right? So when you are building your million dollar business, I want you to be able to leverage multiple things and you don't know how to leverage them if you don't know what your assets actually are. So here's some examples. So yeah, I'd love for you to, to put down what your savings is or what you're willing to invest in this business. Um, credit cards, credit cards that have you know, uh, high balances. If you're not already going and asking for increases, you need to do that because if things are great and your credit is great now, now's the time to do that because business is risky. Yes. But also in your, on your assets list, like literally I just have a sheet of paper that I just write down every single asset. I put down uh, media, media where I've been featured, right? USA Today, Entrepreneur, Smart Money, um, with links to all of those articles in case somebody wants to reread them. Um, putting together a really, really strong bio. You need that so that when, when folks are looking you up, they can find those things. Uh, you want to have your degrees, your certificates. You know, sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't, but depending on if you are an HVAC person who is certified in 
HVAC, then hell yeah, right? Heating and, and air conditioning. You, you want to make sure that you've got those certifications down so that when people are looking for your business license, they can find it and that they will trust you in their home, especially now that you have a bond. Um, software, equipment, special equipment that you need to have. Do you have the latest and greatest engraver, right? If that's what your business is, you need to list those assets so that you can use them. I always say we, so that we can use them, right? In your marketing so that everything all makes sense. Um, your relationships. So I love to put on these assets, my relationships, my partnerships, people that I can call and say, Hey, um, I have this customer. Uh, I'd like to reach this customer. Do you have, or can you help or can we do right? Um, so I have a list of people that just have podcasts, folks that know me, folks that I've worked with for years. Um, uh, I also have, uh, programs, courses that I've taught. So I've got just lists and lists of all of my assets so that when I get stressed, <laughs> um, which happens in business, right? Uh, I can always look at my assets and go, wait a minute. Okay. Hold on. Am I really utilizing them all? And it's other things that we can sell that we can, um, promote that we can get done. So you know, write all of your assets down so that we can use them, uh, later on in this year or while you're listening to this weekly podcast so that we can use them and leverage them so that you uh, are always able to make more money. All right, so that's your assignment for this week. And um, hey, I'll be right back so that I can share with you this week's lesson for Devin. All right, I'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening to my passion project and the Million Dollar Equation podcast what you're hearing if you like it i love it <laughs> so click the subscribe button to get each week your new favorite episode hey hey welcome back hey we're at the um the end of this week's podcast and and my special time um, my message for my kid. Now that I'm on that other side of 50, um, I'm positive that I've lived more years that I have left. And one of the things for my daughter is I want to make sure that if, if in fact she wants to be that entrepreneur, that I'm giving everything that I have between my ears, right? Um, so my darling Devin, my message for you this week is consistency over time changes everything consistency over time changes everything. So, so many times we want things to happen very, very quickly, you know, and kids these days, they can't even wait for a microwave, right? They're pacing, waiting for the microwave to finish. I remember having to put everything in the oven <laughs> and wait for it to, to heat all the way through and getting it and going, ah, it's not, it's still cold inside. This is awful. Right? But if you want something in life, you need to be consistent at getting it. Um, my house had a leak in the one of the upper bedrooms and it was coming down through from the bathroom. It was a small little drip, 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 right? But that little bit of water 
over two and a half years when I bought the house changed everything. The ceiling almost fell through. It just is how things work. Yes, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the best. It just has to be consistent. So consistency over time changes everything. So if in fact you want to quit, just don't because that win is right around the corner. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I love you for free. I love you for listening. I love you for downloading. I love you for subscribing. Um, I can't wait to share more of the million dollar equation with you and more of kind of how my brain thinks and share some of my friends with you too. Um, go out and make some money. All right. Thanks everybody.